Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, Samoa is given the tick of approval by Pacific Games organisers. The Samoa Sevens surprise in Las Vegas. And a new look PNG Hunters team prepared to kick off another Interest Super Cup Rugby League campaign. But first, World Rugby is denying that Pacific nations are going to be excluded from the proposed World League competition. Pacific Island rugby players have been considering a motion to boycott this year's World Cup in Japan in protest at the apparent exclusion of Fiji, Samoa and Tonga from a proposed revamp of the international calendar. But World Rugby Chief Executive Brett Gosper said there was no Pacific shutout. In the wake of his social media statement, the CEO of Pacific Rugby Players, Aidan Clark, spoke to Guyan Espiner. Players are extremely concerned about the lack of consultation and the whole design of this new competition. So, look, if Brett uh, is now talking about that there's no chance that um, there'll be a lockout and there'll be a meaningful pathway for not only Pacific Islands, but all Tier 2 nations uh, to be involved in such a competition, then that's fantastic. So what are your remaining concerns, though? I mean, or are you taking him at his word and, and thinking it's going to be all right? Oh, we're definitely not uh, thinking it's going to be all right yet. Uh, we're hoping to engage with some uh, constructive conversations with, with the uh, powers that be in Dublin very soon. Uh, what we'll be talking about, not only the lack of pathway for Tier 2 nations, but also several other player welfare issues that uh, we identified with, uh, with the structure of the proposed competition. So how would you describe those concerns? I mean, what specifically are they? Well, obviously it's around uh, exactly how how many games that the uh, the current Tier 1 nations will be playing through those sort of July and November windows. And from our perspective, uh, the most important factor is that there has to be a pathway for Pacific Island teams. Based on current world rankings, uh, we think that Fiji definitely deserves to be part of that top 12 and and if not, we, we really need to know uh, what sort of criteria World Rugby came about um, to exclude such such a team. And, and for the others that may miss out on, on some sort of competition, because we do recognise that there is a need for uh, such a global competition, then there has to be some sort of uh, pathway that's um, achievable for all the other teams. Gosper, in his tweets, said that the two extra Tier 2 teams funded to enter the Rugby Championship will be selected selected on merit, so no Pacific shutout. Does that give you um, any degree of comfort or not? Uh, not really, not until we get to uh, a stage where we know exactly what's happening. It's very easy to shoot from the hip, as we've uh, seen in the past, and, and make these claims. Really, we just want to understand the whole criteria. If we're talking about world rankings to decide these top 12 teams, then there's question marks around Italy, who are currently ranked 15th. Uh, but also we're aware of some of the political pressures um, that happen through the Six Nations. Um, so really, it's just about understanding where, where the players really were disgruntled. Uh, sort of middle of last week was the lack of consultation and acknowledging some of the uh, flaws that we saw in the design of this competition. 
There was some talk of a Pacific Rugby players um, boycott. How realistic is that? Oh, look, there's always a possibility of that, but I can say it's definitely not on the table yet. Um, and speaking with the captains of the teams, and we've got Fiji going into a Reg 9 camp in Toulouse uh, very soon. And I'm in constant contact with the players, and um, and the players are 100% committed and looking forward to the World Cup in Japan. Um, not to say that that wouldn't be an option, but we're hoping that uh, our, our views will be heard uh, well before then, and that won't need to be uh, raised. That's Pacific Rugby players boss Aidan Clark speaking with Guy and Espiner. The Pacific Games Council was confident a compromise over athlete accommodation will actually make things easier during the upcoming Games in Apia. The original plan was for athletes to be housed in hotels, but a lack of providers forced organisers to approach the Methodist Church of Samoa, who agreed to have the athletes stay at their Faleola compound. Chef emissions from 13 of the 24 Pacific Games associations spent three days in Apia last week, and the Pacific Games Council CEO, Andrew Minogue, says things are looking good four months out from the opening ceremony. It's been a very productive week despite the heavy rain. We've made sure we've got around town and saw all the venues. Uh, most importantly, the Games Village. Um, the solution that's been uh, agreed on now is to use the Faleula Methodist compound. So we've spent uh, close to two hours there on Wednesday looking uh, at the various accommodation units there as well as the, the team offices and the area that they're going to use for the, um, all, the, all of the athletes to have their breakfast. So we've had a really good look at those facilities. Um, we've met the organising committee in various sessions that have covered all the issues that the chefs will face from sport competition and scheduling all the way down to broadcasting and sponsorship and catering and transport and all of those sort of logistical things uh, as well. So it's been, um, it's been a really good week. What are we now? Four months to go, around 120-odd days, 130-odd days, uh, before we're quite confident that Selma is going to host a really good games. You've had the advantage of most of the venues already being in place and I guess the the most topical thing, as you touched on in recent times, has been that accommodation. Uh, There were some uh, members expressing some concerns, but um, do you you think those uh, chefs getting a chance to look at the Faliula compound, does there seem to be a bit more confidence or... Um, you know, just seeing it in person uh, as to what they can expect there? Yes. It was very good for the chefs to to see it and to be able to process what it looks like and what it's going to feel like for the athletes. Um, It's a big advantage, actually, to have all of the athletes in one place, like we had in Port Moresby and in New Caledonia in 2011. Uh, The last time the Games were here, all the athletes were housed in schools around the town. The first... The plans for these games were athletes to stay in hotels and that would obviously necessitate them being all over the, the city of art here as well. At Faliola, everyone's going to be together. Logistically, that makes the task uh, easier for the organisers and also for some of the chefs as well, um, particularly for the bigger teams. If they were in hotels, they might have been split over two or three hotel properties. This time, they're all going to be together. But it's the sort of village, it is a village, it's actually not just a games village, Faliola Methodist Compound is a village, uh, that's how it operates in in its normal times, so um, I think it's something that's very familiar to the countries here and they've uh, undertaken to make it work the way they always do, so I think it's been a very positive uh, experience going and seeing it firsthand. And uh, so with accommodation seemingly, um, you know, heading in the right direction or, or you know, there's, there's obviously a solution there that's been, uh, um, 
you know agreed upon. Uh, what, what what would you say the biggest challenges? Uh, the chairman of the organising committee, uh, Luau Kanetesio, said earlier this week that uh, just making sure all the infrastructure was ready is is probably their biggest focus. Would you agree with that? Well, I mean, when you look around town, that's the most obvious thing because Apia Park. Uh, the aquatics complex and a couple of the other venues are being refurbished. So, you know, with four months to go, if, you, if you're looking at all the game sites, that's what you see. You see, you know, some construction being done. There's a new um, a, a new venue being constructed at Faliata for the netball and the badminton. So, yes, obviously it's a, it's a priority to make sure they're finished. Um, we've had a lot of experience in recent games around the Pacific where venues get finished quite late. That's a normal thing. Uh, it doesn't concern us too much because the venues have been built and are already um, have already been operating as sporting venues before. It's just that they're being touched up and and polished up for the games. So from the Games Council's perspective, we're totally confident that they'll be ready for the games. That's the Pacific Games Council CEO, Andrew Minogue. Samoa are taking plenty of confidence from their runners-up finish at the USA Sevens, which marked their best tournament result in almost three years. The Manu Sevens have climbed to seventh in the overall standings, despite being thrashed 27-0 by the hosts and World Series leaders, the USA, in the Cup Final in Las Vegas. Coach Sir Gordon Titchens was impressed with the way his players responded after a heavy first-up loss in their opening pool match against New Zealand. It wasn't so much a disappointment against New Zealand by losing all of lost by it. We just didn't take you know, early opportunities against New Zealand. And, and, and of course, Sevens is a, is a real football game where you don't take those opportunities. You know, they come back to watch you sometimes. And, and so to bounce back from that, that loss in that very first game was to, to win the, the next consecutive four games to get to the final was great in a sense. And the players can run a lot of self-belief out of those wins and, and the feeling, you know, we played some pretty good footy, some good Sevens. It was really, really pleasing because um, for some of the guys that are in the squad now, it was their, their first time at finals, you know, finals fully, really. And uh, there have been times where you, your team, Gordon, have made it through to the cup quarterfinals. Often you've, you've got tricky draws and uh, it's pretty hard just to get to that point. But, uh, you know, you've made a cup quarterfinal, then you've maybe taken a step back or not been able to repeat it. Um, this is obviously new territory getting to a semi and a final. Um, how, how confident are you that, that the team can be spurred on from this to, to back up in Vancouver? Yeah, that's the challenge for us this weekend is, is starting to provide that consistency. And, you know, again, another tough pull. First game, Canada in Canada, you know, and they always lift themselves, of course, for their crowd. And because um, obviously our game against Canada here was very, very close. It went right down to the wire. So and that's our first game. We've got to get off to a good start. And, of course, you've got Kenya and Fiji. So, again, no easy games, but... That's the challenge for us. Can we back up another tournament with a, a good tournament? We've put ourselves to seventh, I think, in the World Series at the moment on the table, which is the best we've been for a long, long time. And uh, so to stay there, we've got to produce performances, and uh, that's the cons- consistency that we need. That's the Samoa Sevens coach, Sir Gordon Titchens. A new look Papua New Guinea Hunters rugby league team kick off their 2019 Interest Super Cup season this weekend away to the Tweed Heads Seagulls. The 2017 Premiers missed the playoffs last year, while a number of senior players have departed for clubs in the UK and Australia. Our PNG correspondent Melvin Levongo says with so many new players in the team, expectations for the upcoming campaign have been tempered. Basically, you know, we've got uh, important positions like in the house, our boss brothers, and then we had uh, William Minoga, Wato Pua, you know, those are the 
grand final winning team and they've been you know that will that bone of Antonio and uh, going forward. So um, for the new season, you know a lot of the boys uh, stayed from the Divisions Cup. You know we have a semi-professional competition here. A lot of boys are new uh, with no experience at all, but uh, you know they'll be depending a lot on Alex Well. Alex Well might be playing in the center, so back in the fullback or wherever he plays, uh, you know. They might be looking up on him and, you know, players like Stanon Halbert, uh, he uh, does think with the Panthers and, you know, the forward will be looking uh, for inspiration uh, with regards to him. But yeah, it's a lot of, uh, it's a new team, definitely with the big shoes left by the Boas brothers, uh, William, you know, that Thompson Tucker, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, large shoes to fill for the young team. Was it a surprise to see those senior players leave or do you think maybe after so long at the club and obviously a, a disappointing season last year, is it is it perhaps the right time to, to refresh and, and and give some new blood an opportunity? Yes, uh, definitely. You know, uh, to win a premiership, that was a goal for a lot of players. You know, a lot of players are now going down towards late twenties uh, and early 30s. So, you, need, you know, they might be having four years, five years left uh, to hang up the boots. So, you know, an opportunity to go play in England comes, you know, they, they just... You grab it with both ends. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, young talents are coming up with the end, especially players coming to the local competition. So I think it's a it's a good thing that, you know, they go down in England or wherever they go and, you know, try to uh, pursue pursue something, uh, another career, another experience, another country, and, you know, for the remaining four or five years of their rugby career. But it's uh, it's a good opportunity that you know young guns coming up and it's uh, good to you know they can uh, showcase their talents and see uh, what they got. And who are some of these uh, new young faces from the Digital Cup, etc.? Uh, and do you think they're ready to perform at Interest Super Cup level? Uh, we have uh, players, young players like uh, William Money. Uh, you know he's been out of Santos but haven't really uh, played a game. And we have uh, Charlie Simon. You know he did. He was in the hardest study of us and boss uh, for the past uh, two years. You know, it's a great opportunity for him because he ever first crack uh, playing in the five uh, And then we have uh, players coming uh, from the Diesel Cup, uh, young players like Kevin Apple, young Ford. And then we have uh, Justin Yoka, another uh, another player who's played in the halves. You know, playing in the half bay in the five So again, it's really a good opportunity, but. Also for the free players, uh, players that you know didn't have a lot of game time uh, in the past years, and it's time for them to step up and you know take up the responsibility. And um, obviously, it's a new season. Uh, what, what is the feeling like in, in Papua New Guinea about the team? Uh, uh, obviously, after they won the title, you know, in the last few years they've been pretty successful. So each season, expectations are always pretty high. Um, because of all the changes, are, are people expecting them to make the playoffs, or do they think it might be a, a, a tough season? A lot of people are thinking it might be a tough season. You know, they haven't really uh, seen the players at that level. You know, the Diesel Cup is another level, but uh, going forward, playing in the Inter Super Cup is another level. Uh, so, you know, they've been in Al-Samok saying that you know, they have a trust in this young team and, you know, they can deliver. But, uh, you know, the, the another thing is, you know, the team that won the grand finals uh, has set a benchmark really high like that. So 
in there saying is the coaching staff and everyone don't want to put pressure on the young team to, you know, match that standard, you know, a uh, good team take time. So, you know, they're saying that you, know, you guys you guys just focus on your uh focus on your you know, game every round, round after round and and hopefully, you know, uh, they can go ahead and uh, and make the people in the country proud. Yeah, and uh, first game this weekend away from home at the Tweedheads uh, Seagulls. Um, so it all gets underway again. Um, I suppose a bit tricky because they haven't really had much pre-season, have they? The Brisbane Broncos cancelled their trial match, and so they've had a couple of uh, competitive sort of hit-outs of matches, but nothing really proper. So maybe maybe it'll be a bit of a slow start. They had just a hit-out session with the Central Double is a Brisbane Cup team. The combinations haven't really been drilled uh, together. You know, they've, the combinations is something that, you know, they've, they've, they need to really work hard on. And, and Coach Michael Marum will be, you know, will be keeping a close eye on um, which players play fit together because, you know, uh, in the past we had uh, players like Willie Minoga, uh, Thompson Turkey, uh, the Boas Brothers, uh, Watovo Puara, you know, these players have been played together for such a long time. So the combinations has, has been really good. Uh, especially now with the young team, you know, the combinations are something that, you know, they need to really see uh, through it. Uh, you know, they had a fine pre-season, you know, a couple of uh, Broncos uh, players, uh, fringe players will be coming and running with the team. So, you know, it's going to be uh, really uh, interesting uh, talent for the Hunters. That's our Papua New Guinea correspondent, Melvin Levongo. And that's the World in Sport for this week. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.